welcome to Peace, Love, and Soup. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Can you do me a favor? Can you go to your fridge and name four things in your fridge that you see that you would put into a soup? Henry? Hello. Oh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, you do that and then tell us. Good question. Ask all the kids mm. this. Eggs, cheese, pickles, and cupcakes. <laughs> My name is Ivy. I am eight years old. My birthday soup would have in it carrots, broth, spinach, and potatoes from my kitchen. And would be called my yummy soup. You're, You're listening, listening to Peace, Peace Love, and, and soup. soup. Each month we'll bring you a different soup. A guest interview. Some information about the soup itself, maybe nutritional value. Music pertaining to that month. And maybe some history and some other sort of artistic or cultural stuff. You're hungry for soup. And my stomach growling. Well, <laughs> did yeah. you get that? No. I, maybe. No. <laughs> I can't wait to dive right in. So February, big birthday month. It is. I turn 50 on the 16th of February. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot going on in February. I don't know if you're aware of this, but February 4th was Homemade Soup Day. Not just any soup day, National Homemade Soup Day. Or it's called Peace, Love, and Soup Day now in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take it over. And then today is World Radio Day, too. We just found this out yeah. right now, yes, like a minute ago. Totally. <laughs> Tell us about it, Brian. World Radio Day. February 13th, a day where broadcasters, producers, and radio lovers from all over the world celebrate radio as a medium. The day is also used each year to focus the industry on ways of improving skills and exploring relevant subjects. What? That sounds exactly like what we're doing here. Well, hello. Peace, love, radio and is you. Yeah. That's what it says. What? That's what it says. It's yeah. like reading my mind. I was going to say radio is you, Brian Delaney. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Well, that's that, great. I love it. That's us. Yeah, that's it. February is our month. So you brought up a children's story called The Birthday Soup. Well, there's this special little book in our family called Little Bear, and they're books by Elsa Homeland Minerick. She okay. is a children's author, and she writes a number of stories about a character called Little Bear. And Maurice Sendak, who does Where the Wild Things Are, he okay. does all of the illustrations for these books. In one of them, Little Bear has a birthday, and that story is called Birthday Soup. And Little Bear thinks his mother has forgotten about his birthday, and she's not there. He tries to figure out, well, what can I serve my friends? Because they're all coming over. And he makes birthday soup out of just whatever he has in his house. He said, well, I can't cook a birthday cake, but I can cook soup. All my friends like soup. I I love it, because I am so often Little Bear. I look in the fridge, and I'm like, hmm... Especially if my partner's not home, because he's the chef of the house, I will just throw together some sort of. You are of a lucky soup. man, I must say. I do. Have a chef <laughs> in the house, yeah. I know. Are you the chef in your home? Uh, kind of. Yeah, I'm kind okay. of like a what do you call it? A, a hack artist, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do. I dabble in a lot of different things, and it's hit or miss. Uh, but my husband's actually a great cook. He just doesn't cook all that much. We tease him that he eats bachelor food a lot. You know, he just he'll come in and like. You know, drink out of the sink or uh, throw, like, cheese on a tortilla and stick it in the microwave, that kind of thing. <laughs> Tell me that chicken story about your husband. <laughs> so really we'll have to have Jai share his um, his chicken noodle soup story about his grandmother. But I said, oh, well, in our family, when my husband brings home a rotisserie chicken from the grocery store, we all call it Dow's Famous Chicken. <laughs> It's good, too. Is it? Yeah, he makes a good chicken. <laughs> he picks up a good chicken from the grocery store. Hey, but, you know, 
so long as it's nutritious and you can have conversation around it and people right. are fed, why not? Right. So do you want to talk more about the book? There's a cartoon that came along around the time my kids were younger. And what I love is in the cartoon, Little Bear actually takes the gifts. He doesn't say anything, but as an aside, he's like, hmm, and looks at the flowers and throws them in the soup pot. <laughs> and then the honey comes in and he looks at, hmm, throws that in the soup pot too. So it's like, what do you have? And just throw it all in the soup. I, yeah. Sort of arty soup. I love it. Right? Birthday soup is maybe like art soup. I didn't know about the story, but... I prepare birthday soup all the time. And I'm sure many listeners out there prepare it all the time as well. Tell us about that hack you did with the black beans. Yeah. Oh, like a birthday soup yeah. hack? Yeah. Hack would be maybe taking something that's sort of pre-made and tricking it up so that it's maybe a little extra tasty and maybe a little extra nutritious as well. It was a box of black bean soup. But oddly enough, there were no whole black beans in it, which is a little frustrating. Curious. So I opened a can of black beans and put it in there. And then I made some rice, mm -hmm. and then I just poured the, the black bean concoction on top. I had an overripe avocado mm -hmm. that I cut away the black parts, mashed it in with a little tomato, and made a quick little guacamole. Yum. You know at the bottom of the bag of your chips? Yeah. And there's like half pieces, or if anything, it's mostly like a dust. Yeah. So then I just threw that on top too. <gasps> it sounds so yum. A little dollop of uh, guacamole. Anyway, so yum. that's our theme of this month, people. And every day is somebody's birthday. Yeah, so... Off we go. This is Jay News, take two. Money talks, about that life. Age 12, yeah, that's right. Do my thing, all the girls get hype. Fall so hard, just staying up night. Raise six, on to the next. Honest class, that guy be the best. All this cash, don't worry about the check. All I need is full respect. Full respect. I'm Jai Hurdle. Jai Hurdle. Hey, so Jai, you were telling me this story the other day when I asked you about reading the Little Bear script with me. Mama special soup. My grandmother used to make soup. Well, she like made instant soup. Uh-huh. The one that came in the packet when we were kids. Like the, the real thin noodles, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, we thought it was like really special soup. So we, whenever we were sick, we wanted uh, Mama's special soup. We didn't know where it came from. It just was there. I don't know. We, we didn't see like a pot of soup. <laughs> but we were kids. We were like four or five. So that's just one thing I remember from childhood. Love it. But yeah, we, we loved it. Did you ever see the packet? Like, when I was older, yeah. Oh, Finally, like, we figured it out. I guess we just like, hey, Mama, what's up with that soup that she used to make? And she said, go make some. Finally, like, everything was, you know, we were disillusioned from there. It was the man behind the curtain. And so I was talking to Brian about the show this month and hacks on soup to make it more exciting or more nutritious or something like that. I saw something about that. So you can add, like, egg and, like, everything to, like, instant soup, the, mm -hmm. the cup noodles, mm -hmm. and make, like, ramen and, like... They, you can make pho, yeah. all types of crazy things you can do with instant soup. So in my family, we always call the rotisserie chicken Dow's famous chicken. Dow's favorite chicken. You can um, do anything with those. You can have like chicken soup. You can make a uh, chicken salad. True that. <laughs> you could take the chicken from the rotisserie and put it into mama's special you soup. You could do that. That would be dope. See, that brings everything together. Yep. Some chicken, maybe a little cut up baby carrots. Some celery. Yeah. Mm. It, it, I, it seems like grandparents have like special powers, like real powers. The one from Mama's Special Soup? Mm -hmm. The one that that's attributed to? Is she still alive? Is she with she us? She is, yeah. Nice. Yeah, she's in Queens right now. Well, we should send her a copy of the um, Birthday Soup Theater. Yeah, she would love that. Yeah. Oh, because tell. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I used to watch Little Bear all the time on uh, Nick Jr. 
She used to call me Little Bear. That was like a thing. I, I watched the show all the time when I was a kid. She used to call me Little Bear. Now's the time for Peace, Love, and Soup Theater. Oh, goody. Mother Bear, Mother Bear, where are you? Calls Little Bear. Oh, dear. Mother Bear's not here, and today is my birthday. I think my friends will come, but I do not see a birthday cake. My goodness, no birthday cake. What can I do? The pot is by the fire. The water in the pot is hot. If I put something in the water, I can make birthday soup. All my friends like soup. Let me see what we have. We have carrots and potatoes, peas and tomatoes. I can make soup with carrots, potatoes, peas, and tomatoes. So Little Bear begins to make soup in the big black pot. First, Hen comes in. Happy birthday, Little Bear! She says. Thank you, Hen! Says Little Bear. Hen says. My, something smells good in here. Is it in the big black pot? Yes! Says Little Bear. I'm making birthday soup. Will you stay and have some? Oh, yes. Thank you. Says Hen, and she sits down to wait. Next, Duck comes in. My, something smelled good. Is it in the big black pot? Says Duck. (laughs) Thank you, Duck. Says Little Bear. Yes, I'm making birthday soup. Will you stay and have some with us? Mmm, thank you. Yes, thank you. Says Duck, and she sits down to wait. Next, Cat comes in. Happy birthday, Little Bear. He says. Thank you, Cat. Says Little Bear. I hope you like birthday soup. I'm making birthday soup. Cat says. Can you really cook? If you can really make it, I'll eat it. Good, says Little Bear. The birthday soup is hot, so we must eat it now. We cannot wait for Mother Bear. I do not know where she is. Now, here is some soup for you, Head. Says Little Bear. And here is some soup for you, Duck. And here is some soup for you, Cat. And here is some soup for me. Now we can all have birthday soup. Cat sees Mother Bear in the door and says, Oh, wait, Little Bear. Don't eat yet. Shut your eyes and uh, say one, two, three. Little Bear shuts his eyes and says, One, two, three. Mother Bear comes in with a big cake. Now look, says Cat. Oh, Mother Bear, says Little Bear. What a big, beautiful birthday cake. Birthday soup is good to eat, but not as good as birthday cake. I'm so happy you did not forget. Yes. Happy birthday, Little Bear, says Mother Bear. The birthday cake has a surprise for you. I never did forget your birthday, and I never will. Mm. My name is Cameron. I am nine years old. My soup ingredients are Reese's Pieces, peanut butter cups, minis, um, chocolate chips, cut some carrots, pieces and cut up popcorn. And my soup will be called sugar cake. Yogurt, rice, and butter. So, Tave, for you, because I do play this recording for any one of my friends that turns 50. I love that you have something you just carry around for this. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Sally O'Malley. I'm proud to say I'm 50 years old and not one of those gals who's afraid to tell her real age. I like to kick, stretch, and kick. I'm 50. 50. 50 years old. 50 years old. 
Oh, my God. What? Sally O'Malley from SNL. It was Molly Shannon. I love that she sounds like she's 70 That's years old. Know. Like, really? Is that is 50 really that old? No, it's not. No, it's not no, in this and day and it's age. Like she's senile. She has to say kick twice. Out of, you only have three things to say. We just should be a third one that's not a repeat of the first one. <laughs> so. So 50. It sounds huge. Yeah. And I... I don't I honestly don't feel any different at mm-hmm. 50 than I did at 25. Mm-hmm. And I actually have to remind myself that I'm getting older. Right. Um and I guess I should feel like 50 is a big deal, but it doesn't feel like a big deal. <laughs> so sometimes we make those milestones bigger than they actually are. I mean, mm-hmm. I can remember 30 is a big deal. And I don't like 40 is a big deal. And and it's it's only as big as you want to make it in your head. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm much more comfortable in m- myself and my skin at 49 mm-hmm. than I was at 25. I don't. I, I didn't know who I was at 25, really. Hmm. Well, that's not true. But it's <laughs> no, exactly. So so it definitely changes as you you get older. Um, well, yeah. isn't it sort of like so you get older and you think, oh, I. I'm so confident in who I am, mm-hmm. but then you think back and you go, well, mm-hmm. I really feel the same as I did then. Mm-hmm. So in some weird ways, I think there's that youthfulness feeling, mm-hmm. and then there's just a little extra wisdom yeah. stuck on top of it, just a little <laughs> a bit. A dollop of wisdom. Not to be morbid, but no, I no, think no. there's a certain amount of, you know, how much time do you have left? Mm-hmm. And, you know, really wanting to live each day fully. Mm-hmm. And I've always been one of those people that was just like full tilt always, you know? And so, yeah. yeah. And people are like, well... You know, you got to live all your days to the fullest. Now you're 50. And I think, well, that's how I've always done it. So nothing's going to be changing. (laughs) Maybe I'll slow down. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Well, it's interesting, Tave, because when I know when I first asked you. What does my birthday mean to me? You know, I I don't really treat it as a big deal for Mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. It's, well, so birthday, right? Mm -hmm. It's your birthday. But Mm -hmm. it's, if you're a parent, Mm -hmm. it's also the day you gave birth to somebody else. So with my birthday, because I share the month with my oldest daughter, and my husband, oddly enough, shares his birthday month with our youngest daughter. You know, if if they have a happy birthday, then it's a happy day. So really, for both of us, uh, birthdays are more about the kids' birthdays than ours, I guess. I mean, I don't mean that in a martyr way. I just mean it more like we're so lucky to have them. Um, That's beautiful. So I thought, well, February, it's birthday. I'm doing a soup podcast with Brian Delaney. Um, My daughter's away from home. What can I send her that would be really special? Again, not thinking about yourself, thinking more about your daughter. Yeah. And so I'm lucky at her school, they have a parents club and they'll deliver on her birthday a cake. Just like Mama Bear. Just like Mama Bear. Yes. So this is the first year she's away from home mm-hmm. for her birthday. Yeah, How that's was that true. experience for you? I mean. Oh, this mm-hmm. is a great story. Okay. So I actually sent her a copy okay. of Little Bear. <laughs> I actually found an old hardback copy of it. At Powell's, which is our local bookstore. It's the largest independent bookstore in the world, I think. Awesome. Yeah, it's a great bookstore and sent it off to her. The idea was she'd get that and then at a different time she'd get the cake. cake. Yeah. I love that idea. So it really comes full circle to us and soup. Now, have you spoken with her since her birthday's passed? Like, did she get the cake? What happened? Tell me more of the story. Like, (laughs) Well, let's call her and ask her. We can fit it in before her next class. Oh, perfect. Hi, this is Brian. Hey, Sonny. Happy belated birthday to you. Oh, 
little thing. Well, I had asked your mom. She was retelling the story of how she bought you the book and sent it to you at school. I'd love to hear your side of the story, if that's cool. Sure, totally. I picked it up today. I grabbed it right as I was coming out of chem lecture. And it just made me smile so much. I, I opened it up and I was like, I don't know what I'm expecting, but it ended up being this little bear book. It just like brought back all these memories of when I was really small. It was it was really sweet and it made me really happy. Um, Maybe you could tell us a little bit about the delivery of the cake. In my head, it played out like this. There's the little bear book, which is all about birthday soup. And then the mom's not there. And then here comes the cake in at the last minute. I wanted this to be a surprise. Actually, how it went down was I was sleeping and it was like noon. I got woken up by like a really loud knocking on my door. And there were these two ladies. They're like, hey, are you a sauna? Happy birthday. Here's a cake. And I was like, wow, thanks. And I had the card for the cake say, I didn't forget your birthday and I never will. It was wonderful. Thanks, Mom. Oh, you're welcome. I definitely had a bunch of memories of Little Bear. I always really liked the one where he goes to the moon in the like the spaghetti strainer and the cardboard box. <laughs> That was, like, I think my favorite one. Birthday soup. That was a good one. I didn't really relate to it very much as a kid because mm. I always had people to, like, remind me that it was my birthday and be like, oh, happy birthday, Asana. Like, we love you. But I don't know. This year it kind of hit home a little more, though, just because I wasn't actually sure if anyone was going to remember mm-hmm. my birthday. It was actually kind of a sad birthday. Mm. Everyone else in the dorm I could go to Santa Cruz. They were all gone. So I just spent my whole birthday like wandering around alone. All the hallways were dark because the lights turn off when no one's moving. I tried to like sit in the sun and like study and I couldn't. It was just like, I don't know. It just just was kind of a bummer. Um, But wait, you had something that you needed to do. Yeah, um, I have this opportunity to go to the screening of these short films that I was acting in. I wanted all my dorm friends to be there to see it but it was so fun (laughs) and after the film camp youth was playing they were like rocking out and then they interrupted their set to like sing me happy birthday and they like hoisted me on their shoulders and we all like danced around and it was so it was so nice this sounds like a fantastic birthday (laughs) that was definitely the highlight like the day was kind of terrible Mm. Now I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay with it, but mm-hmm. it was definitely not ideal. But now that you're an adult too, I guess the thing is, I mean, I don't know. I loved hearing the story about people raising you up on their shoulders and yeah. gosh, yeah, it doesn't that have, was, that was great. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an all day event. I mean, if you have a, a wonderful little bit that happens on your birthday, then it's a happy birthday. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like life, right? I mean, we, it's like not every day is just the best day of your life, but if you, you know, if you've got some good ones, it's a good life. Yeah. Well, Brian so, brought up the fact that it was yeah. the first birthday you'd ever spent away from home, like away from family. Yeah, it, it was. That stuff can be tough. Go My ahead. first year away at school, I remember I had an answering machine back in the day. And mm-hmm. like my aunts and my grandmother and my father, and they would call and I wouldn't pick up the phone because I wanted them to record their birthday song. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Brian. Happy birthday to you. Love, Aunt Ethel and Alice. 
you know, Aww. every now and then. And it's really wonderful to have people that you love singing that song to you. Yeah. You know? We heard Huggy called and sang you happy birthday, actually. Yes. And yes. Uh, left yeah, it on your she machine. did. I actually still have the recording. I usually delete all my messages. Save it. I was like, wow, like, just like you said, that's meaningful. I'm, I'm keeping that. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, my sweet granddaughter. Hey, have a nice birthday, sweetie. I'll tell you that again. Mafi, will you tell us what your favorite soup is? Uh, think of a choice. I love soup. I guess my favorite memory of soup making would be just like you and when you would have those giant cans of lentil soup and then you just like and, like on their own they would taste terrible but then you just added all sorts of crazy stuff to it and turned into these intense gourmet meals that were like five-star canned soup. That's that would, what we're talking that'd about. That'd be a great yeah. soup hack. Yeah. That's what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. That was I think that's my favorite. You're, You're listening, listening to, to Peace, Peace, Love, and Soup. Hi, my name is Ben. I'm, t- I'm nine and three quarters years old. And if I had um, four ingredients to put in a soup, here's what they'd be. Seaweed, miso paste, scallions, and some tofu. And boom, you got a basic miso soup. My name is Pale. I want to put in my soup... Um, udon and tofu and green tea noodles... Um, and when we were researching soups for this month and I came across the Korean birthday soup, I realized, oh my gosh, we could talk to my friend who lives in South Korea to educate all of us on this fantastic birthday soup, Miyakuk. Hello, peace, love, and soup listeners out there. My name's Martin, and I'm an American who's been living in Seoul, Korea for many years now. I'm married to a Korean woman named Ji. I'm also a friend of Tabe's from the Peace Corps. Happy birthday, Tabe. I'm pleased to share this story of the Korean birthday soup with your listeners. The soup you'll be making on today's program is called Miyak Kuk, and it's also known as the Korean birthday soup. Miyak Kuk is a traditional soup enjoyed by all Koreans. And it's very special here because it is usually served to new mothers for about a month after they give birth to a child. Usually the mother-in-law comes over to the house and takes care of the new mother for about a month. And every day she's in the kitchen preparing Mia cook. We have two boys and my mother-in-law came over and spent time with us taking care of my wife as she recuperated from giving birth, preparing Mia cook every day. It's almost a law here well, let's say it's almost a mother-in-law's law that their daughters are required to eat Mia Cook and there's no getting out of it, whether you like it or not as a daughter. Many women in Korea go to what is called um, Hosu Joriwan and they watch the mothers very carefully. It's an interesting part of the birthing process here that there is such a thing as a recovery clinic for new mothers and that Mia Cook is on the menu of all of them here. The main ingredient of Mia Cook is seaweed. It is very rich in minerals. It's very high in iron and iodine. Iodine can help restore uh, the proper functioning of the thyroid and regulate the hormonal levels. It also has a lot of potassium, omega acids, fiber, vitamins B1 and B3. It cleans your blood. It also regulates the metabolism and it helps with constipation. There's an additional benefit for mothers 
because it increases the flow of breast milk. And there are many, many soups in Korea, but Miyeokguk is one of my favorites. Our family has Miyeokguk maybe once a month, once every two months. I would personally, as an American, would like to eat it more often. You can make the broth with seafood or you can make the broth with beef. You can eat it just as the soup alone, but a lot of people here like to empty a bowl of rice into the soup. So they mix their rice with the Miyeokguk and eat it that way. My wife makes a Miyeokguk for all the birthdays in our house here. And she also makes it for herself on her birthday. It's something we always look forward to when we wake up in the morning on our birthdays because usually we have it in the morning, but sometimes we'll have it maybe in the evenings as a meal. It makes birthdays in Korea here kind of special because you know you're always going to wake up and have a bowl of Mia cook. So today we are here to make Korean birthday soup, otherwise called uh, Myokguk. Well, welcome. Hey, everybody. So I went to the Asian market and I was able to get some sesame oil and then also some soup soy sauce, So, which is different than regular soy sauce. It's a little bit lighter. And then I also bought some yuzu to try because we're making this with mussels. I thought it would be nice. So I got the miok and then we soaked it for about 15 or 20 minutes. Then we rinsed it thoroughly, squished out the water, and then we cut it into finger-sized pieces. We then measured out our sesame oil, our yuzu, our um, soup soy sauce. It's about a tablespoon or two of each of the sauces to taste. And um, we chopped up some, oh, I don't know, about a golf ball size of ginger, just a couple cloves of garlic. Throw the, um, the sesame oil in the cast iron skillet and getting it hot. And then I'm going to add the ginger and the garlic ground up. Then we can throw the miok in. Here it goes. It's just like emerald green. It's beautiful. It looks like jade. It's so nice. It's so nice to be cooking with you. I like being a sous chef. <laughs> oh, Hiroki's here recording. In the- Hi, Hiroki. Okay. Hiroki's come in. He's doing some work at Kebu, and he was kind enough to come in and record us today with video also to show off on our blog. And then we're going to throw it into this pot of boiling water that I've also readied. It's 12 cups of boiling water. It's simmered for 15 minutes with the miok in it, and we're getting ready to throw our mussels in. So here we go. 20 mussels and a big handful of inoki, which are a little Korean mushroom. These are going to go um, for, for about 5 to 15 minutes. I'm going to put a timer on. Yeah, we're going to let this go for 5 minutes. Then afterwards we'll taste it and add additional stuff if we want to. Oh, that looks good. Well, in full disclosure, audience, um, I'm not a big seaweed lover. Like, I love my sushi. I love a certain seaweed salad. But I did take a little taste of this, and I'm kind of looking forward to the soup. Have to have to be honest. Oh, there! Look at that. They already opened. The mussels have already opened. It's only been about a minute. They look delicious. Mmm. Okay, so we cooked everything with the mussels in it for the full five minutes. Tasted it and thought, man, nah, needs to cook a little bit longer, and it. It tastes good, but it feels like it needs a little something else. Hiroki, come over here and you taste it and smell it and see what you think. How can I say? I mean, taste. Oh. I think a large part of cooking is intuitive. So if you're feeling like your soup guides are saying it needs a little bit more, we're going with a little bit more, people.
we added salt, a couple teaspoons of salt, put much more of the soup soy in, maybe another half a cup, and more of the yuzu, which is kind of my new favorite thing. We added scallions right in and some lemon zest, and then let that cook for maybe another five minutes, and then there'll be a surprise at the end of sprinkles and dollops. Wow, it's good. <laughs> I am sort of surprised that it's- I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I thought it was gonna be fine, but now once we tricked it up, it's so tasty. All right, Hiroki, we got it all finished now, and we want you to taste it and tell us what you think. Uh, wholeness of opinion. Much better than... Uh, <laughs> you like that we added all the extra yes. stuff. Well, I think it's good that you also were encouraging of us to go ahead and add that extra soup soy. I mean, good smell. Mm -hmm. Seaweed and flavor okay. from muscle and uh, seaweed. Mm -hmm. It's good seafood soup. Mm -hmm. mm. Mushroom makes... Good for looks, I think. Hmm. And may I have one more bowl? Of course. <laughs> Tabe, what do you think? You haven't tried it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get a bite of the muscle. Yeah. The crunch from the scallion is really nice. And I like having the mushrooms that were in there before to add that flavor, but then the fresh ones thrown on top as a garnish add another nice little texture to it. So you like the crunchy and then the soft from the seaweed. Yeah, I like this seaweed. You know, I just realized too, is the the seaweed sort of melts in your mouth. It's got, it still has a little bite to it, but it is totally buttery. Mm -hmm. Buttery, that's the word. I'm gonna go in for the muscle. Delicious. I know. And I mean, you can make this soup with clams, with beef, with chicken, with tofu. And one of the things I read actually said that the very traditional one was made with uh, shellfish. And so that I wanted to honor that. I'm gonna have some more. Very pretty, very orange and yellowy. Good color. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful. It's actually. a beautiful. It's very beautiful to look at. It looks like a birthday party. Oh, I keep forgetting. Yes, this is my birthday soup. Oh Thanks for God. reminding me it was for my birthday. I, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I like how this month we looked at different recipes, used that as a base, and then expanded from there based on flavor. And I and I think mm -hmm. that's really something true to any sort of traditional cooking, you know, tasting it and seeing what you think. Or maybe we want to add something different, which is totally allowable. Yeah. <laughs> That's especially with soup, more than mm -hmm. anything, sure. especially with soup. We are going to put our full recipe of what we had done up on the internet. And you can see that there along with photos that Brian and I took today. Great photos too, by the way. If you think you can't cook, you can still cook soup. In the neighboring country of China, misua, or longevity noodles, are traditionally eaten as a birthday food. This single, long, and unbroken strand of thin wheat noodle, lengthy enough to fill up a bowl, symbolizes a long life to come. Special care is taken while eating and cooking to make sure the long noodles remain unbroken until they are safely inside the birthday celebrant's mouth. Misua is served either fried, or more importantly for our podcast, cooked into a soup. Longevity noodles are usually served with ingredients such as eggs, oysters, pig intestines, shiitake mushrooms, beef, shallots, roasted nuts, or fried fish. As for the soup broth, anything goes really, including instant ones. My name is Mila. I am nine years old and my soup would be called Happy Dinner Soup. The ingredients are 
warmed up milk, broccoli, corn, salted butter, cheddar cheese. What else do we have at home? <gasps> Pasta, to me like noodles. And to make it taste a little better, pepper and garlic. What are we going to do next month? <laughs> it is my birthday month next month, so we don't have to have the birthday conversation. I have to tell you, I own a um, shamrock suit. <laughs> <gasps> you do not. I do. And uh, it's not quite three-piece, but it is oh a two-piece with a tie. I've got to see and this. It's so good. I'm Amy. sorry. I have to interrupt you. <laughs> no, it's okay. So are the legs, like the part that you hold, and then like each arm and then the head are like, or is it a four-leaf clover? Oh, no, sorry. It's an oppa suit. The blow-up suit? No, no, no. <laughs> this sounds so much better than what I actually own. <laughs> no, it's just a suit, but the fabric is all shamrock. It's green oh. with green shamrock. Oh, okay. <laughs> Next year, I'm going to be making you a <laughs> suit shaped like a four-leaf clover. I'm going to get on. Okay, so So, tune in next month when we are going to talk about some sort of Irish or St. Patrick's Day, and there's our alert. Oh, wow. Some sort of magical soup for March. (laughs) Oh, a magically delicious soup. Yes. Yeah, that's sort of that pot of gold at the end of the little leprechaun rainbow kind of ties back (laughs) into our January theme of prosperity and whatnot. It does. We'd like to leave you with this quote for the month In all things of nature, there is something of the marvelous with With soup. (laughs) You've been listening to Peace, Love, and Soup with Brian Delaney and Tade Fashe Drake. Thanks to all our listeners. For more information about today's show, along with artist links, photos, recipes, and more, visit us on our website, peaceloveandsoup.com. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at Peace, Love, and Soup. 